Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Aman Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. Ain't no tracks coming back. You know, bruh rabbit said to be the wisest animal in the forest. So bruh rabbit was walking along one day when bruh fox come along. Say bruh rabbit, bruh fox says, ain't you going to the big meeting? Everybody going? That's so, says Bruh Rabbit. Sure, I'm going. So Bruh Fox went off and Bruh Rabbit, he take a, a look around. Pretty soon he see hundreds of footprints and all going the same direction. Then he see they all rabbit tracks. Hmm, says Bruh Rabbit. All them tracks going that way. And ain't not a single one coming this way. Ain't no place for me. The end. Story number two. Bruh Lizard and Bruh Rabbit. Don't know some animal tales. Hear them, but forget them. Do you know about Bruh Lizard and Bruh Rabbit though? You don't? Never heard them tell how Bruh Lizard bested Bruh Rabbit? Well. That lizard was a hard worker. He had a big sword he used to cut his crop. Sword knew how to work by itself, and it cut so fine, there was nothing left once something was cut. Brother Lizard speaking words to the sword, and the sword do all the work. That's how it went. Now, Brother Rabbit, he is smart. He don't have him a sword like the lizard has, and he wants one. So he hides behind a bush, and he watches sword working for Brother Lizard. He wants it very bad, too. One day, Brother Lizard has to go away, and Brother Rabbit, he sneak up, and he steal Brother Lizard's sword. Brother Rabbit laughs to himself because he knows he now got a sword. He thinks he knows the words that lizards speak to the sword. So he calls out, Go eat tail! Like that. And the sword starts to work. Just a cutting and slashing this way and that and all around. Pretty soon, old sword finish up the crop and the rabbit wants it to stop so it is coming very close to the crop that brother rabbit is keeping to live on so brother rabbit he yells out to the sword go eat tail go eat tail like that that just make the sword work harder and much faster sword go and cut down everything rabbit has it don't leave nothing, not one leaf cabbage. Now, 
Bro, listen. He been hiding behind a bush. He sees the whole thing. And he is laughing and laughing to himself at Bro Rabbit. Because that rabbit think he's so smart when he's still sword. And now, Bro Rabbit got nothing to eat all went along. Bro Rabbit spies the lizard. And he calls over there, Lizard, bruh, stop the sword. Bruh, Lizard, he called right back. It's my sword. Bruh, Rabbit, he say then, That's it. It's your sword, but please stop it. It ain't got no sense. It cut down everything I got. Lizard say, Sword, work faster every time he hear go he tell. The lizard laughs again and he calls out real loud, Go pong! So it stopped. The lizard grinning to himself all over the place. Then he slide out there and pick up sword and take it on home. Bruh Rabbit, just watch him go. The end. Story number three. Bruh Alligator and Bruh Deer. Long time, nothing but animal and bird and the Indian. Bruh Alligator and Bruh Deer, not any kind of friends at all. Bruh Alligator even planned to kill Bruh Deer when he get a chance. And Bruh Deer, very afraid to swim across the river. Whenever he go down to the river edge for a drink, he cock his head. Listen. And looking all around him before he do drink just so scared he of bruh alligator by and by come the buckles the white owners and then come the black slaves and by and by the buckles fetch the hounds and the indians is gone and the buckles come to hunt bruh deer with a English beagle hounds. They dogs, they beagle hounds. They so swift and they trying to get so close to Brud Deer. Only chance Brud Deer has is to take to the water. But who in the water? Brud Alligator. That's who. Nothing matter to Brud Deer. He have to make for the water when the hounds come too close. Now the first time the buckles run Brud Deer with the hounds, he didn't know nothing about it. He just lied down in his bed in the thicket on the edge of the boom grass field. But here come the hounds, and Brud Deer so afraid, and so he jump up and he run. And he gets away to the river first. Just as he ready to jump off the bluff above the river, he looked down and see Brother Alligator's two big eyes come rising out of the water. Brother Alligator just waiting for him. That alligator hungry. Vittles, very scarce that time of season. His belly be pinching him hard. But Brother did his fast. And so he is in heavy trouble. 
the alligator, they're in front of him. The beagles, they're behind him. What bruh they gonna do? He sees the alligator and he hears the beagles. Bruh did make a sudden twist to the side just before the hound see him. He burned the wind down the river bank below the bluff and he crossed the water where bruh alligator never seen. Here come the beagles boiling hard for the bluff and they come so fast upon bruh deer's track they never have a chance to stop. Two or three go on over the bluff and they drop in the water right in front of bruh alligator snap. Bruh alligator think to himself what's this here? I never seen such animals before. But it's Vittles. Who? And he grabs one. And he grabs one, two of the beagles, and pulls them under the water. The other hound swam out of there, took his feet in his hands, and ripped on home. Well, Brud Deer got away that time. He gone. And when he ready to cross the, that river again, he looked around for Brother Alligator first. He find him too. Brother Alligator stretched out on the mud bank in the sun high. He got a belly full of beagle and he's satisfied with himself. He sound asleep. And Brother did sneak close to the river to take a chance on getting across. Before Brother did can get wet he hoof, Brother Alligator see him and he slip off the bank to meet Brother Deer. How Brother Deer gonna get across to see his family? Before he even thinking about it, Brother Alligator started talking. Brother, Brother Alligator said, this thing that I ate, they call Beagle, is very good vittles. I love eating him very much too. He so easy to catch and he got no horns to scratch my throat well if if you love eating him you you want to catch him so will, will you leave me and my family alone brother dear asked brother alligator answered i can't catch the beagle unless he fall in the water so let's you me make agreement to last as long as this river run. What? What is the agreement? Asked Brother Deer. Here it is, says Brother Alligator. When you take to the river, I'll take the beagle. We're chasing you. Me for you, and you for me, and both of us for one another. So Brud did say it all right with him. And that's how it's been since the agreement made. Whenever hounds run Brud Deer, Brud Deer take to the river and Brud Alligator leave him alone. The hound gone track deer, the alligator gone get hound. But if Brud Deer ever come to the river without the dogs chasing him, then he have to take that chance. The end.
Wow. So these were some great stories, some animal tales. I haven't done real animal tales in a while. The first little snippet story comes from Talk That Talk by Linda Goss. And I just wanted to throw that in there because it was a nice bro rabbit story and talking about his intellect, right? And because bro rabbit is the underdog guy, small guy, um, and looked at as he can be taken advantage of, but he's really smart. You know, he's the um, Congolese and um, I want to say Bantu version of the more, I guess, famous Anansi coming from the West African uh, countries, okay? The other two stories, though, both come from the People Could Fly anthology book by Virginia Hamilton. She made um, two books called The People could fly one it has a bunch of stories in it and the other is just the story by itself the people can fly so if you look for those if you try to google to find it understand that there's two versions one is just the story and the other one is a um, anthology of a bunch of different stories okay so ensure you look at the page count and the description if you're looking for those um, that book but both books are awesome. These two stories, the first one being a bruh um, alligator and no, I'm sorry. The first one being um, the episode title, bruh lizard and bruh rabbit are just great to me. Because it emphasizes the fact that just because you see how that I do something in life, just because you see the benefit that I have from my process of doing what I do and you see my success doesn't mean that you can shortcut to that, right? That's basically what it's telling you. Brother Lizard has taught through hard work, dedication, and practice. He has taught the sword what he expects the sword to do. Right? And Brother Rabbit sees that and wants that. But he sees the end product of all the hard work and dedication that Lizard has done. And now wants that part and then tries it and wonder why it doesn't work. And like Brother Lizard said, that's my sword. That's my process. That's my tools. It doesn't work for you that way. And he just walks away. And Brother Rabbit just looks at him like, oh, huh. And then in, in the second story, you have, <clears throat> excuse me, you have. Bruh alligator and bruh deer. Bruh deer has a problem. He has two problems, really. Bruh alligator will eat him and the um, the bukras, which are a gullah term for white people, want to eat him as well. But they're sending their dogs after him, right, to hunt. 
and Bradir's stuck in the middle until a situation comes out where you realize that, you know, the whole phrase, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? And he kind of they kind of use that. Brad Alligator sees that Bradir has an issue. Look, I can eat you. And but you make it hard for me to do that. But these dumb dogs over here make it real easy for me. So how about this? You lead them to me and I eat them and you get to keep on going living your life. It's like a no-brainer, right? But I kind of feel like it's also like a deal with the devil. Because at the end of the story, you see that yeah, as long as the dogs are chasing me, I can lead them to my protection. I can run to my protection. But the minute I run to my protection and I don't have anything chasing me, well, now I have to worry about what the monster is going to do. And that's what alligator tells him as long as you're being chased by dogs i got you but the minute you come this way and you're not well deal is off right so be careful the type of deals you make out there with people make sure that your safety is there or what you want out of the deal is there no matter what take that how you want it (laughs) right but anyway thank you for coming um and listening to these stories please share them with your friends and go see chef he has a wonderful recipe from you coming from the Gullah people and until we meet again for another voyage as always Have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the galley. I am your chef, chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we'll be creating the Gullah Chewy. Now, what will you need for this recipe? Four tablespoons, half a stick of unsalted butter, plus additional softened butter for the baking dish. One cup packed light brown sugar. One teaspoon almond extract. One teaspoon of vanilla extract one large egg lightly beaten three quarter cups all-purpose flour one teaspoon of baking powder quarter cup of chopped pecans and confectioner's sugar for dusting if you prefer now how do we put this together easy first Preheat the oven 
to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Butter and 8 inch square baking pan. Next, you will melt the butter in a small saucepan over medium heat. Then, turn off the heat and let the butter cool slightly. Then, add the brown sugar, the almond extract and vanilla extract and stir until smooth. Now you can stir in the lightly beaten egg. In a small bowl, whisk together the flour, the baking powder. Then fold the flour mixture into the brown sugar mixture. Now you can add the pecans. Pour the batter into the prepared baking dish and bake until set around the edges but still loose in the center about 20 minutes should do then remove from the oven let cool completely then sift the confectioner's sugar on top if you so desire cuts into 16 squares and that is it my friends now go do what you do make this recipe yours and until i have another wonderful recipe for you remember how the brothers have done in these stories and until next time as always enjoy thank you my friends for coming on this voyage Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesCast at gmail.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone, giving a thumbs up, a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice or simply donating on patreon or coffee.com that's ko-fi.com so until we meet again may your winds be fair and your seas follow